another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Philip. Just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast as we talk about all things Dark Crystal. And today we are going to talk about the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics, um, which was the video game that came out um, back early in the month with uh, February. So, And on this show, of course, myself as well as uh, Sydney, Ethan... And also, um, Tobias will be talking about the video game. So originally, I mean, for those who are actually interested in knowing, originally we were going to make this as one big episode about the convention and the video game. But then we talked about the convention for a bit longer, actually. So we ended up, I just thought, oh, you know, I'll I'll split them up into two and um, give the video game its own sort of episode so i really hope that you enjoy our chat about the video game but before i go into that i just want to say thank you to all the listeners who have been um sending emails to us we do read each and every one of them and really uh, appreciate people that wrote an email and um which you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com and i'll just i just want to read one of the emails that uh we got so this is from penelope smith so she wrote, Hello, Philip, Jamie, Ethan, Sydney, and everyone at Trial by Stone. My name is Penny, I'm 20 years old, and I heard you guys say on Trial by Stone that you are inviting emails from fans. So I thought I'd send a message to share my Dark Crystal slash Trial by Stone story. The Dark Crystal came to me at the perfect time in my life when I had just made a massive career switch. I have been a writer for my whole life, and after feeling lost and stuck for a long time, I decided I wanted to pursue design and production for theatre and film, even though I knew nothing about it and had no developed skills in it. I started going to school for technical theatre, but it was very hard to get used to it and feel like I belonged there. I often felt like I wasn't good enough to be pursuing this new career and that I'd never be a good enough artist. Jim Henson was a big part of my childhood, but I was never truly able to see the value in his craft until my adult life. I saw a documentary on Jim Henson that completely enthralled me and changed my life for the better. Jim Henson's artistic vision and drive were so inspirational to me, and it was through this that I found The Dark Crystal, the pinnacle of puppetry. Seeing this film was what truly inspired me to keep on going. Seeing a world that was completely handmade by a team of passionate people opened the door to so many possibilities for me. It called out to me and made me feel like there was no limit to what I could create if I only tried. The idea of making a world all your own and going on the kind of creative journey that must be required to do so. It only made me want to work for my dreams harder. 
I still struggle with feelings of belonging, feelings of not being good enough to be an artist, but the Dark Crystal is a huge inspiration to me to keep going. A lot of the time, if I don't feel motivated enough to sculpt anything or draw anything, I will turn on Trial by Stone and let the passion of your conversation remind me of what the Dark Crystal makes people feel and how I am properly in the same position many of the artists who brought it to life had once been in. This year, I want to try and work up the courage to post more of my art online, as I know Jim Henson would want it to be shared with the world instead of hidden away. So I just wanted to say thank you guys for being such an important part of my artistic life and the lives of so many others. Follow Arm, Penny Smith. So yeah, I just want to say, Penny, you know, thank you so much for um for for that email. Um, that really means a lot. Just it, it is kind of crazy, like with this podcast. That I mean, you know, when I started it, all we had to look forward to was the books, and I think I never imagined that you know we'd be where we are today, talking about the show and so much more and I, I mean you know you, you when you were talking about um you know when you when you were pursuing you know design and production for theater theater and film um even though you said you know that you knew nothing about it and had no developed skills in it um i mean it's it sort of you know remind me reminds me a bit uh, i guess especially of jim henson when jim henson he was you know he definitely had the passion for television um, as a kid, um, that I mean, that was really the format that the, the thing that really got him into filmmaking essentially was through television. But and also from that came puppetry, which was all I believe. I think it was like there was an advert for they were looking for puppeteers to be on 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 you know on the local uh, community uh, programs. From my memory, and it was really from you know his passion for television via learning how to do puppetry was how he got to be where, where he was like with the Muppets and Labyrinth and of course the Dark Crystal um so that, that's really cool so I just again yeah thank you for for the email I really appreciate that so and, and that's something I want to plan to do um I want to definitely read do a lot more emails um you know for people that want to uh send to us that we'll definitely read on the show it's something I'm probably going to open it up to to make that happen and also one more thing uh, for future shows of Trial by Stone, we are going to start having episodes uh, dedicated to uh, the characters from the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So I know even though we've done those 10 episode roundtable shows, there's always a lot to talk about with, with the show. And, um, you know, we, we've been chatting about it and, and we definitely want to continue discussing about the show. And we thought, why not do, you know, episodes that are dedicated to uh, the characters um, so we're going to start doing that. We're going to, you know, in the future shows, we'll be discussing about, you know, characters like Rian and, and Deet and Bria and Harp and plenty, plenty of characters. As we know, there was a lot of characters on the show. So, um, we'll definitely be doing that. So if you, you know, if you want to send us emails about, you know, your sort of thoughts on some of the characters from the show, um, definitely send them our way as well. Cause we'll definitely, um, you know, discuss about the characters um, and then also, you know, be able to read other people's, you know, your thoughts on, on the characters from, from the show. So, which is really exciting. So yeah, which is really cool. And one more thing, sometime in March, I'll be, uh, starting the Patreon for Trial by Stone. And I've definitely got a couple of ideas of what I'll be, you know, doing with it. Um, for example, doing, uh, bonus shows every week 
um, and a couple other little things maybe. So, and actually, I just wanted to know of your thoughts of what you would like to see on a Patreon for Trial by Stone. So feel free to give us an email, send us an email at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. And again, we'd love to hear your thoughts about that too. So thank you so much. And here's our conversation about the video game. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so of course, recently, probably a couple of weeks ago, um, there was a video game that came out, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics, and um, I mean, I've been playing it for, you know, since the game came out, and I'm pretty certain, I think, yourselves um, been playing the game as well, so I thought I'd actually just, just wanted to sort of get your general thoughts on, you know, how you've been going with the game, and you, so your thoughts and whatnot here and there. Um, so I might start with yourself, Cindy, because I know you you've yeah. been playing it pretty often um, um so first heard, of all yeah. even though i play a lot of games i am kind of terrible at them like i love doing it but it takes me a long time to to like process my choices sometimes and like there's a lot of screwing up um along the way before i figure out what i want to do which is why That's I... works with friends exactly <laughs> <laughs> I <hear Which>, you. <laughs> and I, I really feel like a, a tactics based game is really well suited for that sort of modality that I have of like oh cool I can take my time here to figure out what I want to do next um, and it's also very reminiscent of uh, I don't know if you guys play D&D um, if you guys play Dungeons and Dragons but there is um, a turn based combat much like in RPG video games and so I'm like, oh, okay, this is a lot like that, just without the um, sort of the RPG element of it, which I've always wanted a Dark Crystal video game to exist, and I've always wanted it to be an open-world RPG, kind of like, I don't know, Breath of the Wild or something, but in the mm -hmm. world of Thra. But I know that would be a massive undertaking, and I, I can't really blame them for going the route of a tactics game. Like, like yeah when they first announced it, I was a little disappointed because I was like, oh, I really want an open world RPG. I want to go like, you know, sail a seafin ship and I want to go into the caves of Grot and explore everywhere and feed an airlock and do everything. But um, but once I had accepted that, that was not what was going to happen. I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm grateful to be getting anything. Like, um, But I actually have been pleasantly surprised with how how well suited to, to my sort of gaming style it is it's it's very user-friendly I feel like it's good for any level of expertise like if you're a little bit more of an expert um like for example my fiance is he's like he plays everything on hard like we play something on normal and then he goes back and replays it on hard and then 100 percent it and um which is just mind-boggling to me like that's I, I get anxiety if I try to do that but I love watching him do it it's great it's like watching a movie um so he's able to play it and it's not frustrating for him that it's like too easy. You know what I mean? And, and I'm able to do it at my own pace. And I don't know. I think it was really smart how they did that. They made it work for um, different skill levels. But that being said, um, yes, I'm having a lot of fun playing it, but I can't help but be a little nerdy in my little gripes with things like, why is Naya a paladin? 
Like, why, why isn't why isn't Naya a healer? That doesn't make any sense. And then I stop and I think, like, well, the the story part of this game is really based entirely on Age of Resistance, and the books aren't a factor at all. So I have to throw that out. <laughs> like, it's a totally different telling of the story. So, like, I, I had to set a lot of those, like, character knowledge tidbits aside. Like, okay, forget Jolie for five seconds and, you know, <laughs> just think about... <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, that was one... Of, that, that's probably one of my little criticisms is... Oh, not, not criticism, but I think they could have had the opportunity to like make levels like even based on the books or as a way to sort of attempt to you know connect the books and and the show if they if they wanted to um i thought that you know that could have been a, an opportunity there that they could have gone that route um but I yeah it's, it has see been the swamps of sog like i i haven't got i don't know if we are eventually going to you know i might not be as far along like hopefully but i'm fingers crossed because like we don't see sog at all in age of resistance but a lot of time is spent there in the books and it seems like a super cool place so i kind of want to yeah or yeah or i would have loved to go on like i mean especially like in the dark wood like the um the one you know one of the trees you know because you know in thrive like there's all these different trees i think in shadows of the dark shadows of the dark crystal there was this one big tree that, oh yeah that naya went to and that whole environment like, like, oh, that would be cool. um if that was in the game yeah yeah just just adapting things like from from the books you know as levels um that would have been Can you imagine yeah, pretty, if you saw cool. on the and, um, swimmer or skek saw the mariner i'd have been like what what oh no yeah <laughs> i know it would have been pretty cool yeah totally yeah um and but that was the other thing like um especially uh, like i would think like people that are playing the game that have never seen dark crystal age of resistance i would think for that was the other thing i I thought that the story might be a bit hard to follow because especially because the start of the game was basically the dream space and it's an interesting choice and then yeah i know and and then went back to doing you know being pretty much you know the good couple levels were the flashbacks you know things that were leading up to episode five so i thought that was sort of a very yeah that was a very interesting choice in the way that they sort of decide to tell the story of the game from episode five but i felt like if for new gamers you know for just casual gamers they're just playing this game not knowing anything to do you know never seen the show or the movie that sort of thing that it might be a bit confusing or like um yeah that was probably like i will what, say yeah. i think the fact that it's a dark crystal game is the thing that makes it <laughs> it's it's the thing that that defines it i think other than the fact that it's set in thra and is characters from age of resistance it's a pretty straightforward tactics game with nothing like particularly unique about the actual gameplay structure um and that's been the i think the most criticism that we've heard from like reviews and things like that of people who are live streaming is like oh the game itself isn't very different from like final fantasy tactics or like any other tactics game but it's cool that it's in thra and so i honestly don't see people who aren't fans of dark crystal playing it i think the only people who are really going to be playing it are dark crystal fans and they probably knew that (laughs) and it was designed for dark crystal fans yeah yeah exactly yeah and i think like i mean like you said earlier about like yeah we we would love to see like a zelda you know breath of the wild sort of open world rpg game 
and I'm sort of uh, agree with you about that. But I think like I I think for a, you know for a first Dark Crystal game, you know, because I mean there hasn't been any games <laughs> for a very long time. Uh, I think since the eighties with the Apple computer that back in well the the big discs that you had to use to play the that um the Dark Crystal adventure game, that text adventure game, that sort of thing. So. Yeah, I certainly hope that you know it'd be. I'd be so curious to see how well the game sales wise that it's doing. And um, yeah, like for me, it's like I'm not. I haven't heavily got into the tactics genre, so it's sort of a bit new to me. Like I had played games like, I mean the RPGs like Pokemon, of course. You know, so I knew about hit points and you know magic power. You know, you know the the basis of that kind of stuff, but never or played i think the south park rpg games where the in the battle modes you'd, you'd have to move your characters and you take turns and all that kind of stuff so um that's that's really my only background really with those kind of tactical games um but i mean playing it it's been it's been kind of fun like i've always been trying to play it every every day or so and just you know at least do one one stage and and hopefully, you know, get through it or die many times or get defeated many uh, times. I was just so. going to say, weirdly enough, today was the first time I tried to play it um, with the handheld Switch. Like, every other day that I've played it has been, like, um, I have the console plugged in, I play it on the TV. And not to brag, but we have a fairly large TV. And that's what you would assume is the best way to do it. But weirdly enough, when I was playing it today on the handheld, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of awesome. I, I feel like it's really well suited to um, to the handheld experience for some reason. I don't know what the reasoning behind that is or not, but I just found myself like it was a little more fun via the handheld. I, I feel like an RPG would be better on a big TV. But for this, like this, like tactics and like, I don't know, it just I, I recommend it on the on the handheld for Switch for sure yeah yeah i definitely agree with you um yeah like i i'm I'm a bit back and forth sometimes but yeah i do like the handheld mode especially like you know just having the screen you know close to your face you know just like being able to play it you know that that's it's kind of cool um in that way and also i mean the good thing about the game i mean that was the thing like i was surprised it didn't come out on um iphones or android devices um i think it would been at the moment it's only out on pretty much consoles and pcs so I'd be curious if down the track they do end up doing a um a mobile release for the game because um, I think it can certainly work for sure and and also I guess you know for the price point as well for you know twenty US dollars I thought it was price. um mm. uh, yeah yeah oh yeah it's definitely affordable so I think if the game if it was like a full price game you know yeah maybe it might have got more criticism because of the price so I think for what it was worth it's um yeah it's it's been it's been good it's been good fun. Um, I don't know yourself, Ethan, and or even yourself, Tobias. Um, uh, have you both been like playing the game and just sort of your thoughts? About yeah, it? Ethan, you go first. Uh, I haven't played it. If they make it for mobile, I would be all over it. But um, get I out! Why are you here? I know, I know why. I why am I here? I didn't go to the convention, and I, I haven't played good. the game. I'm just like I'm just listening along with the fans. Uh, who um, are you? Why are we uh, yeah, yeah, you listening? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I I do want to play it. I just with you know a baby and a job and everything. I I can't go down to the computer and and play it even though I want to so bad. Well, what kind of games do you like? Like, what do you, do you have sort of like a a expectation or a hope for like what you hope it's like or what you would want in a Dark Crystal game? 
I, I'm not much of a gamer. I haven't played games since I was a kid, which was a long time ago. But uh, I've always All right, had get a... out. Bye. <laughs> Why are you here, Ethan? Uh, but I've always had a... I'm with Phil. I've always had a soft spot for uh, The Legend of Zelda. Those games just uh, capture my imagination. I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think J.M. Lee is a huge Zelda fan, too. And you, you could see that in his books. Yes. Yeah. I mean, his books could easily be adapted to, to be Zelda-type games. Uh, it even feels like it. Like, you know, um, each book kind of feels like some, you know like Ocarina of Time Temple or something. But uh, it, I... Mm, I that yeah. sort of elemental magic vibe. I absolutely agree. Yeah, because I think I remember, Ethan, I think you mentioned, like, for example, um, I think with um, uh, the big beast creature that um, that Skeksar, the marina, like, that, that she that she had this beast creature that's, that, you know, that's, that's like a uh, ship, but, you know, it's a, yeah, the a big, beast. Mm, yeah, probably. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and that it reminded you of the um was it the Jabu Jabu, um, you know that 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 base kind of creature in in Ocarina of oh, Time. Oh yeah, definitely. There, right. Or, there are a lot yeah, of big yeah. turtles in fiction, in fantasy fiction. It's like, what is that? Even Stephen King uses a lot of like giant turtle imagery as like mm-hmm. the the godlike figures, the the big sentient turtle world person. Like, what is that? Mm-hmm awesome I'm not complaining <laughs> yeah it's actually funny yeah it was funny that we actually got that i think in the um in the first arc of the um age of resistance comics called a tortle um <laughs> uh so that was kind of yeah oh i'm sorry yeah i, I don't think that anyway yeah that's I, just I, I that's yeah, surprised yeah. too uh, not the most creative name ever no you no. can do better you could do better Yep, yep. So, um, and what about yourself, uh, Tobias? Uh, I don't know, have you had a chance to, to play yeah, the game? Yeah, no, or... no, I absolutely have. I mean, um, it, it came out just just in the in the run-up to the convention, so sadly it kind of had to sit on hold. I, I, I pre-purchased it, so I had it. But, um, yeah, I had to wait. But, uh, no, I've had a chance to play it this week, and I kind of have a, a slightly unique view on it, I guess, because, as I mentioned, um, I have a design background. It, it was a game design degree that I, that I got at university, and I, I used to work for a game studio for a while that worked on um, IP licenses. So I kind of can see it from, from both angles. Um, I think Sydney absolutely right in the sense that they were very smart to go for for a tactics for the tactics genre. Um, I think it fit very well um, with the different clans and the kind of conflict that goes on in the tv series um you know i know everyone would love a kind of an open world exploratory game um but kind of from an that business point of view uh, made, made perfect sense um and i think it's just uh it, it's always a shame because those types of projects they, they start early on or they start in tandem with the production of what's going on um so so when i used to work on on ip licensed games we kind of get early access to the to the movies um that they, that they were based on and and we'd kind of start getting those materials those concept art materials and things that would kind of start to drip through uh, even kind of like scripts and, and things like that for scenes and so when you kind of come to play these games you then start to see that it is a little bit disjointed uh, kind of a bit like you said with with the start and how people kind of try and get into the story or or that you look at certain look at a certain character like 
I can tell it's Rianne, but it kind of doesn't look like Rianne exactly. Um, or like, okay, there's Hup, but he, he kind of, they sound different. They don't have like the voice actors involved in the game. And and so, yeah, it's, it's kind of quite frustrating for me in that way because it's like, you know, Tobias, you know why they've done it that way because you've been on the other side. But from a, from a player and a consumer point of view, um, yeah, there, there kind of are those niggles where it's just like, oh, you know, why, why didn't you do this or why didn't you include this or why didn't you do it that way? Um, I think one of the things I have loved, though, is quite early on being able to see that they and, and kind of in, in some conversations with bonus XP as well, just them trying to bring in what makes Stry unique in that it's alive. Um, I, I like the environment levels. I, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the Gobbles map. Um, if you've played that, oh my and, goodness, uh, yes, really good. And and the mechanic of the, the kind of built-in mechanic of the, the kind of shove move, the shove attack to be able yeah. to push enemies in. And you, <laughs> I was kind of expecting it. You, you're playing that level for for a little while, and then you're just like, this is really cool. And then you're just like, mm, there's going to be a point when an enemy's going to be able to do this to me, isn't it? <laughs> And then it happens, like, right, lot. okay, I'm, I'm gobble food. Um, so, and there are a few other levels that, that, that kind of bring in those natural elements to, to make the maps more interactive. So you start to see that personality shine through. You start to see Thra and that, that clear identity coming through that, that, like you say, Sydney, makes it more than a standard tactics game. Um, but but it is, it's still, it's still not clicking. It's still um, a bit uh, kind of sterile ish is, is kind of the feeling i have but like you say as well i'm just grateful to have it um you know the, the announcement at e3 was you know literally made me fall off my chair whilst i was watching uh nintendo's press conference and um yeah any content we get uh very very lucky to have but uh yeah looking forward to, to playing some more and like yeah one of the unique things i think um about that game i don't know if it's in other tactic games but the fact that you know, you, you can go on platforms or, you know, climb on top so you can attack enemies from below that sort of gave you a bit of an, an advantage um, having the high Let's ground. Let's circle back to Star Wars. <laughs> I was just going to say, having yeah. the high ground, I'm always like, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I All roads ground. lead to Star Wars. <laughs> um, I know. I mean, that, I mean, there's always the connections between um, Dark Crystal and Star Wars, so they, they do intertwine sometimes every now and then, so... Um, yeah, no. I'd like to see the game become <laughs> successful, though. I, I think, like you said, that the price point, I think, is perfect. I mean, here, obviously, yeah. kind of in the UK, it's, it's obviously in pounds. And, and I think after the conversion, it was like 16.99, which kind of makes it sound even more appealing, um, kind of kind of our side. And, uh, and, and I think the value is absolutely there. I think there are some games you can pay more for that are just horrendous, that, that, that are buggy and basic and... Um, but the quality is really there. You can tell that they've put as much love and time into it because they they kind of weren't giving us a release date for a long while um, after the announcement. And they were just really trying to polish it off as much as they can. And it absolutely shows. So I think even if you're not a fan, I think you, there is there is still enjoyment to be had. And I think maybe some opportunities for DLC down the line would be able to to kind of flesh it out more. I think like, I think, uh, like an enemy campaign where you get to play as and control um, the Skeksis would be fantastic. Uh, I think that would work really, really well. Would it customize a character from scratch? Like, yeah. you know, give it a name and decide what class it's going to be and all of that. Because I, I did kind of feel like those two rando Gelfling 
um, from the beginning. Uh, gosh, what are they called? Bragg Bra- and yeah. Aliadon. I feel That's like, where it, did yeah. these guys come from out of nowhere? They were just like <laughs> these random guards who were like, yeah, we agree with you, Rianne. That doesn't sound right. We're on your team now. We're in your party. And we we're like, who are these guys? <laughs> And but I, I just I just realized it just now. I'm like, like just based on what I'm playing it so far, I haven't seen freckles. Yeah, what is that? Oh. He should have <laughs> been one. Who's this Greg guy? I keep calling him Greg. By the way, every time I talk about him, I'm like, we gotta upgrade Greg. Greg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why is I'm I'm a little yeah I'm a little salty at salty at Greg from accounting and that it's not freckles. Um, it was missed opportunity there. If you're gonna give us extra gelfling in our party at least let it be you know one of the cool extra gelfling from the show um but yeah it, w- it would be cool to you know if you're gonna have um bonus gelfling who aren't main characters from the show like to give them a little more customization like let you name them because that i think would have been cool even if that was just the one little tweak to um greg and eliadon would be if we could have named them like then <laughs> we'd have more of a connection to these extra characters instead of wondering like why are they here? I don't know these two. <laughs> yeah, because there's not much, yeah, not much like backstory to them because yeah, we haven't seen them in the show and whatnot. So they literally just appeared yeah, in yeah. the room and they were like, "We agree with you, dude. We got you." <laughs> I guarantee you, somebody, uh, some developer out there is writing notes like, "Okay, all right, yeah, good idea, good idea, good feedback." Yeah. <laughs> or, or, he, or, or he was the one that invented Greg. Uh, Greg. <laughs> and okay, Sal will be feeling really sad right now. It's like, oh, I like, like Greg. You know what? <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> I do have okay. PayPal. Yeah, I, love you, I do have Venmo. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Break it up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> find that you have a certain team that you do stick with though? Because there's there are there are a lot of characters that they're allowing you to play as, and it kind of most maps only allow you to to put down a, a party of about four or five. So are you finding ones that you just like? Yeah, always Rian, always Brea, always. I mean, I leveled up Naya so hardcore just because I love Naya so much from the books. And um, I'm just determined to get her as leveled up as possible so that I can switch her from Paladin to a freaking healer um, because it just doesn't sit right with me. (laughs) But right now, Naya is like the most um, awesome character that I have. She has everything. She's like kill you in one hit right now (laughs) naya i put her everywhere (laughs) yeah i mean for for myself like i i don't like for me i always tend to use like characters that are low level just to get everyone a bit balanced out you know all all, like most of the characters being in the similar level so it's always takes a bit of time like you know there's always probably four or five characters that they're, they're always on a low like one level lower and i tend to sort of choose them just just to be able for them to, you know, if they win the battle or whatever, you know what's they good get to for that, the next Phil? level. What's good for that, Phil, is if you go replay the gobbles level with those characters. Yep. That the gobbles level is so good for um leveling up your characters. Just like replaying that one. Because they throw different enemies at you each time you replay it. And I find that out of all the levels that you go back and replay, like just to level up and get stuff, that's the one that I always find the most rewarding at the end of it. You get the most stuff. So yeah, I definitely agree that probably the gobbles, um, that level is probably, yeah, the best, um, yeah, from our mind, you know, playing that, especially. So, yeah, like for me, but I had Naya was yeah. just like too awesome and I needed to level up the other characters. So I just threw them in the gobbles level again and like kept playing it with them. You threw them until... in the gobbles? 
<laughs> well, you know, they got to grow up somehow. <laughs> Picking up your hide, Gilvling. Um, and yeah, and probably the other thing I'm still not probably struggling a bit, but I know, I mean, the cool thing about the game is you can um, give them different roles. Like I think you talked about, you know, you can have you, uh, the Gelflings can be like a paladin or a warrior or a scout. And then they all have, and then it's sort of like a bit of, what was it? Like a, like a sort of a tree that branches out into different um, parts of the job. So you can sort of um, decide, you know, what you want the characters to be. So, I mean, there's a lot of like adjust. Yeah. 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 Able to um, customize a little bit in, in that respect, um, which I have tinkered with that a little bit. I mean, of course, you know, upgrading the, the gear and whatnot um, when I do get a chance. Cause um, I have some characters that, yeah, when I attack, you know, I only get like a couple of hit points. I'm like, yeah, I need to try and I need to get, you know, better weapons for them. I just don't have the, um, the coin or, I'm trying to think what they term pearls. 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 Yeah. yeah. Pearls is their is their currency. They look like boba, little purple boba. Um, and I kinda wish that was real money. I wish we exchanged <laughs> boba. Be I know, because I was just I, I just I was just wondering if there is currency in Thra. You would think so, but I'm I'm wondering like what the if their currency would actually be pearls or probably something completely different or you know just your standard coins would it be or like... something different in each clan too like mm. do the vapra use different currency than than drenchen i can't imagine drenchen use the same currency system as have their as own the vapra. Currency. Come on. oh god having their own currency exchanges That'll <laughs> god, be that would be three a piles of moss <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah um but yeah, like it's yeah, it's 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 been a fun game, and um, yeah, I'm still yeah, like I that's the thing I, I have no idea how far into it I am, but I I still look forward to playing it every every night or every couple of nights, just you know when I get home from work and put it on for a little bit and just have a it's bit a of fun. It's a good wind that. down um, game. It's not too stressful. Oh, it totally. Yeah. Get you like anxious. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and especially um, I mean, because I'm I'm into the video games as well, but there was a lot of games that were meant to come out in April and then they got pushed out back to later half of the year. So to, this Dark Crystal game is certainly um, filling in, in my video game time for now. So which It's interesting really cool. though, because at the BFI exhibition, they actually had a couple of uh, Switch podiums there with some demos on. Um, and for some reason, I was getting absolutely owned <laughs> when I was playing it on these podiums. It was one of the, the maps where you had to fight against uh, Skeksil Chamberlain. And just, yeah, for some reason, um, just the difficulty level was just really high on it. And then when I obviously got the game and started playing the game, um, it seems to be a little bit easier. Uh, I mean, obviously you can change the difficulties like you can on, on most games. Um, but I, I don't know. I wonder if it kind of went through a bit of a balancing um period where they were trying to kind of tweak uh the, the stats a little bit more um because i just yeah i think i tried to play the demo about three times and i just could not beat it was there so a I'm way quite... to give feedback at the exhibit like after you played were they were they recording any sort of like feedback from people who'd played it so that they could make those adjustments accordingly before the game is released do you think yeah i i didn't see them but there were a couple of reps present because they were being interviewed by some other kind of youtube personalities um at the time as well and, and you know i mean bonus xp have been fantastic they like they said on, on the E3 Treehouse, they were very much like, you know, get in touch with us, let us know what you think. 
um, and and you know my communications with them, um, you know, extremely polite, extremely encouraging. Um, so yeah, even even now with the game coming out, if if anyone's listening and, and you've been playing the game, um, email them, talk to them, contact them on social media, let them know what you're thinking and how it's going, and and just like Dark Crystal itself, if you, you talk about it and you give feedback, they'll be able to uh, develop it. So yeah, be vocal. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, the video game has been pretty, pretty cool, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to just keep playing it for a bit more, and um, yeah, I mean, we just certainly hope that the, this will just be the first, you know, video game, and hopefully there'll be more down the track as well. So I mean, congrats to, congrats to um, Bonus XP and um, and all the people that worked on this game. Um, it was um, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome just to get a, a Dark Crystal game. That was it was definitely a big surprise. Maybe if we get a season year. two of age of resistance maybe then they'll give us an mm. rpg who knows who knows yeah who knows <laughs> but no know. Shall we wait and see love so, tactics congrats no, huge no. congrats to everyone involved and i can't wait to finish it i think we should do a part two when everybody's finished with it yeah finished yeah definitely yeah 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 i'm down for that yeah all right, cool. So I think they'll wrap up for um, this episode of Trial by Stone. So um, again, I just Tobias just want to say thank you so much for being on this show and and being up early in the morning for you, <laughs> just to be to be on Trial by Stone and chatting about the the convention and um, and talking about the video yeah, game and no video problem game at all. As well. Thanks very much for having me again. Thank you for your insight. <laughs> Pull the curtain back. And um and of course you know. You know, with all those highlight videos uh, pop up, um, we'll definitely put the the links in the show notes and spread the word about it on um, on our social medias to promote it. So, all good. Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast, is a production of Three Point Edit. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail you can also like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, visit our website at www.darkcrystalpodcast.com. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone. <laughs>